This is the Milo Sweet Podcast, where you'll learn to get unstuck. Start now. Conquer life's challenges by learning to do difficult. Find quick and clever ways to overcome. Wait, did you think life was going to be easy? Remember, all of your excuses are now dead to me. Let's get started. Guess what time it is? It's time for you to hit the subscribe button and find one, just one person that you think will benefit from this. But if you're feeling a little like generous, right? Or you're super um, free with your time right now, probably doing nothing because you're listening to this. Um, Well, maybe if you're doing something, actually just make yourself free right now. Hit subscribe. What are you waiting for? Hit it. Come on. Hit subscribe. Oh gosh. Have you ever done that? You thought you were podcasting and you weren't? Like I literally thought I was podcasting and I wasn't. Okay, I'm going to start all over. Are you ready? Hope you guys are having a good day out there. Now, here's the thing. Grant and Elena Cardon, they are owners of a big company or maybe just Grant owns it. Anyway, Elena teaches you how to build an umpire um, or empire and not umpire and Grant is into real estate investing sales. They have like a lot of big seminars and that kind of thing. And so they basically started talking about Rachel and Dave Hollis. I remembered his name. I think that's his name. And they're divorced. And he was just saying that online that everyone was being so mean to them. And I feel two ways about it, which if I feel two ways, that means I'm slightly indecisive, which means you can't make any progress if you're indecisive. So I feel like I wanted to share because I'm authentically assessing this. And I just wanted to share like perspective because a lot of times we become sold out or we idolize someone and we don't allow to think about them practically first off they're human beings so they are prone to failure like if you actually knew me circumspectly meaning everything about me you may like me more you might like me less that's just the truth right but I shouldn't be less or more of myself because of what you think I should just be true to who I am right so they said that they thought like that they view, like, they talk about their marriage on their shows. You can find it on YouTube. But basically, they were just saying that, like, people shouldn't view them as experts. They're just sharing transparency in their marriage. And you shouldn't expect someone that's in the marriage realm teaching marriage. This is an interesting concept. To share exactly what's going on in their marriage at the time. So if you're having a divorce, you might not just share that right away. And I did make podcasts saying they should share the divorce. Like, if you have a marriage conference and you're having a hard time, don't speak. Have someone else. Or speak on topics and say, hey, look, we're just kind of giving advice on the first year. Maybe that's what they did. I don't know. But I would, I, I kind of feel like I would want to know, like, hey, we're having a challenge in this area. And this this conference is going to be a little bit different. We're going to learn together. Anyway, Grant and Elena said that people should be more thoughtful and kind. And they're just putting too much stock in that. And they've always admired Rachel and Dave from afar. But that... You know, they don't really like how people are treating them in this time of divorce. And I kind of felt two ways. I'm like, well, if you're in marriage space, what's the... And you're teaching people how to have a successful marriage. What is the qualification for that? One. And how do I hold you accountable? Two. And three, if you're monetizing it, what is the return? And I think maybe those are the questions that kind of answer things was, first off, are people being too mean? I haven't read the comments. I watched them read some of the comments, so I didn't double check this. This is me just kind of jumping the gun and believing them. They, I mean, people were kind of brutal. But I also felt like, 
feedback can be given without being brutal, first off. If someone's going through a divorce, I think give it to them in the most thoughtful way. However, if your job is in that realm and your divorce is related to that realm, I think talking about it or expecting people to talk about it is normal. And talking, giving feedback in a thoughtful way to say, hey, you know, I, you know, I do feel, I don't think I would feel let down because I kind of feel like I don't know you. So I can't, I'm taking your advice and I'm filtering through to see if that looks right for my life. So I'm not putting a lot of stock in it. Or I'm looking at the principle you're trying to teach me and seeing, does that really fit for my life? So, you know, I, I don't know how I feel about that lens, but I definitely think you can give people feedback and hold them accountable. Now, maybe should it have been public? Like people can be thoughtful and send a message, but like who's going to read all those messages, those DMs? Um, but people were like, you were sitting on your high horse. I mean, it just basically went to like name calling. I don't think you need to do all that. You can just say, you know, hey, that that feel misleading. But if you were, I guess this goes back to what was there, what were you selling? If you're selling your life, then people have access to your life. If you're selling a result, meaning you come to this and you get that and I helped you get it, case closed. So I don't even know because I haven't really done the research. Uh, What was she selling? It seemed like she was selling a little bit of both, right? Now, does that mean she should be open to like people being super brutal to her? I don't think that. I, I just think like there's a accountability or responsibility for people like people can hurt you or mislead you but you're also responsible for what you choose to believe she didn't blindly slap you upside the face and say clean it and stop apologizing you probably willingly read it and wanted to buy into it you know we we choose things we want to hear contrary we think it shows us we we sometimes choose it as well so with that being said i think it's important that we are thoughtful in this whole process. And I like the points that they brought up. I didn't agree with every one of them, but I did like as a couple that they're saying, hey, we're not experts. We have a lot of lows and we get through them. We have a lot of highs and we share them, but we share the lows after we get through them. And I thought that was really thoughtful to share because, you know, there there's also, they said, the pressure to, you know, that people want to see you fail. And I thought that that was interesting too. So I'm not saying that I think people should be brutal. I think it is normal to receive feedback about this. I think the timing is terrible, right? Like maybe you don't want to receive feedback publicly. Maybe you would rather receive it privately. I don't know. I don't really know the right thing to do in that case. But I I do think I like them sharing their thoughts on it and maybe even saying like, what's the boundary between I'm holding you accountable to, you know, what were you actually selling? And this is something that I'm learning as well as like, I don't want to sell life advice. I would like to sell principles that get you a result and that result is the product. And once that's it, that's all you have access to, right? Obviously, the principle can be repeated and you can get multiple results. But I think it's interesting with social media that there's a weird line that it easily turns into something else. And should people even have access to that in the beginning, Right? Like, what is the line that we should draw to allow people to, you know, for us to be transparent and be held accountable, have integrity, but also have some privacy or, you know, be able to protect it? Because I think if your brand is built on you sharing everything, which I am not 100% sure because, like I said, I haven't looked that much into it. I started reading, girl. Stop apologizing. I stopped reading it. I'm starting back to read it. I don't know. 
it's like hard to get into because of like I know too much in this area so I'm kind of like I don't know I'm just being too like picky as I read it and I wish I had just not known any of this so I could read it organically and just say if I like it I will say she's an excellent writer but there's <laughs> concerns about the writing I'm not getting into this see it's too much I know too much right but I, I do think for everyone's mental health in general, we should be careful what we buy into. We should be thoughtful, right? And then we should give people that are the closest to us the most access, I think, or vet it, right? Vet them out. Let's see how things work. And if if they're telling you truth, then you'll see it in other books. You'll see it in other principles. And you're making a decision that you decide. Not that Rachel told you to and you're only doing it because Rachel does it. Another question is, do you really just want it? Do you want the principles or you want her life? Right? Because sometimes I think when we start to idolize things, that's what it's about. Like, are you happy with yourself or you're happy with yourself being Rachel? I don't know. But anyway... That was all. I just thought that was interesting. And I kind of, I like the view of making it clear when you're not an expert that even through transparency, I'm not sharing. Like if I give real estate advice and you don't live in Oregon, I am not even licensed to help you. To help you. So you have to take that with a grain of salt, right? And because access to information is so quick and rapid, we can download so much. It's like we don't realize how this information affects us. Affects us and we should really be thoughtful about that we should take the time to really think about who's responsible and and maybe we're we're delegating our that responsibility to someone on social or in a book that maybe shouldn't have it right or they shouldn't have that much or you should vet them out to see things not to like I'm not saying to like interrogate them but I just think that you know like if I only met someone there's people I would love to meet like from social or like the YouTube sphere and if I name them, you're going to be like, you lame. But, um, you know, I don't know them. I might meet them and, like, be like, ew. Or they might meet me and be like, ew. Or we might meet each other and be like, oh, my gosh, so glad I met. You never know. But I'm not assuming we w- it would just go good because I might I-, I only know a certain part of them, right? That's not the complete picture. And they only know a certain part of me. They may genuinely not like me. And we all need the freedom to do that. That is all. All right, that's another episode in the books. Hello? Hello? I said I said it's over. Why are you still listening? Like, seriously, the episode is over. If you're still listening right now, you know what? You're probably a chronic procrastinator. Guess what? I'm still listening to you. Come on, for real, seriously. We gotta go do something productive. No, like, for real. No, for real, for real. Okay... You can keep listening.